Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, it girls. I hope you all are doing amazing. Welcome to Faithfully Feminine Podcast, where I, your host, Imani Bailey, shares all things faith, all things feminine, and practical ways to transform yourself through navigating womanhood while sharing lessons God has taught me along the way. Sit back, relax, and let's get into some things. I am so excited today. I don't really have too, too many updates, but I do at the same time. I hope you all are having an amazing day or evening or afternoon. And what I want to tell y'all as far as updates is don't forget to sign up to be a part of the It Girl community since you're, I don't know, already here. And I hope you all looked at my first blog post. Faithfully Feminine is going to start being a blog as well. So cues the background like, Yay! Anyway, in order to sign up, just click the link or visit www.faithfullyfeminine.com and sign up for our emails, uh, email updates. You really won't get too many email updates at all. I think I've only sent out two. One as a welcome and the other one for introducing the blog. Um, other than that, actually, and the welcome email had a gifty gift in there. So it also had some journal prompts to help you jumpstart getting into journaling because I do have a gratitude journal that is on sale. It's only $8 and it's a digital gratitude journal, has over 80 gratitude prompts. I'm currently working through my own journal that I created because I don't want to toot my own horn, but the prompts are really, really, really good. And there's something you can actually do over and over again. So Sign up, be a part of the community, and let's get right into this podcast. This is the list of 10 things you should do, you need to do, you have to do, I recommend you to do before the end of the year. The new year is always a trying time. I feel like for me and a lot of people, I don't feel like I should speak for people, but at the same time, I do think holidays is a rough time because of a lot of things that could possibly be going on in your life right now. And with the holidays, two weeks after Christmas is my birthday and New Year's is just like all in one. So this period is always, I don't know, it's always a clear, what is a clearful, a gful Gleeful. There we go. That's the word. Wow. It's always a gleeful but sad time for me. And for some reason, balancing it all and trying to add on more the new year, for some reason, it's like never enough. When is enough going to be enough? And the more social media, the more information I consume on social media and TV, the more I realize that no matter how much I truly have or I strive for or the goals I write down, it was starting to become not enough. And when do we truly prioritize rest and prioritize contentment in the things that we do have, especially when it comes to the end of the year and we're looking forward towards the new year? And at the end of the year, I have a hard time looking back on everything that I've accomplished. One, because I do set New Year's goals, but I like to focus my goals quarterly I like to have my goals be short and obtainable. There are good long-term goals to have, but for some reason, looking at the whole year, the year just escapes me. Some way, somehow, 2023 just escaped me. I really, off the top of my head, cannot tell you every triumph or failure that I've had for this year just thinking about it. 
I think about things like, okay, that happened around my birthday. That was in the summer. I moved in the spring and then it went downhill from there. (laughs) Not even, but I just think about it like that. And so I know I'm not the only one. What I did for the previous years was I looked at goals that I've set now that I have my handy dandy iPad and my life was supposed to all come together from the purchase of this iPad like the girlies told me on TikTok, but it didn't. I look at my goals and I'm like, okay, well, I didn't accomplish that. Well, I didn't get this. Well, and I'm negating the fact that God really moved so much in my life the previous year. And he had mo- he moved in a way that might not have aligned with my goals, but my goals were just my goals. I never really, until last year, invited God into the creation of my goals, literally until last year. And because I never invited God into the creation of my goals, when they weren't being met or when something else happened or I was pulled into another direction, I felt like that was a sense of failure, I I felt like a failure. And so I want to shift the focus on goals, 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 because I just feel like a lot of New Year's content is always centered around that. And so here are the 10 things, probably in that order, (laughs) that I want you to focus on as an it girl before 2024. Number one, I want you to prioritize rest in a world full of hustle culture and wanting to hurry and get down your goals, prioritize resting for the rest of the year. If you have any vacation time at work that you have not taken and that do not roll over, I highly encourage you to take the rest of the time or however much time you can away from your job. If you can, go on a mini vacation. And when I say vacation, this can really mean the next town over or two hours away or the next state over. It doesn't have to be some extravagant, I need to go to Mexico or I need to go to Paris. It can really just be within the United States or within your reach. It can also be a trip to the cabins. I know Airbnb has those like no connectivity little cute mini homes. You can try something like that. You can also use half days at work instead of full day. So take the morning off or take the afternoon and the rest of work off. I This is one of my favorite things to prioritize rest. It's to plan a do-nothing day and just let the day take me wherever I want to go. This can happen on a Saturday. This can happen on a Sunday. It can happen in the middle of the week while you're taking a break from work or you're off from school because of finals. Just allow yourself, your mind, and your body to just go where it wants to go. You do not have to plan everything all the time and still probably get things done. And if you don't get anything done, that is okay too. Forget the alarm clock, sleep and hell, sleep all day, lay in the bed all day, binge watch TV. Take time to yourself and prioritize rest. There's always time to work. There's always time to hustle. But just like Nikki said, there's a time to make hits and there's a time to diss. You don't have to work all the time. The second thing is going to be to do something nice for yourself. Growing up, I would, even when I didn't have money and 
thinking about this is so embarrassing. <laughs> when I didn't have money, I would take something that I already owned and I would wrap it and I would put it under the Christmas tree because that something was already a gift from God anyway. But now that I have money to purchase myself things, this was like when I was in elementary school, I would do all this. But the tradition continued, and as I got a job, I would buy myself something for Christmas, and I would wrap it up, and I would put it under the Christmas tree, and then Christmas Day, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I got me this, like, oh, thank you, God. Do something nice for yourself, whether it's buying yourself a gift that you've been eyeing, I don't care how small, taking yourself out for ice cream, it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. You can also do an at-home spa day, or book a spa day, do a face mask day, Scrub your whole body down like a body polish. Do your own nails at home while listening to your favorite audiobook or favorite podcast. Wink, wink. <laughs> or relaxing music with no word, no words. So like classical music and lo-fi. Those are my favorite two types of um, genres to listen to with no words. And this, I want this to be by yourself. You don't have to spend time with someone all the time especially when you're doing something nice for yourself so make number two doing something nice for yourself by yourself leading into number three I want you to practice gratitude this is probably one of the most important things you can do probably besides resting I think everything on this list is really important but after the holiday is really hard and around the world I can't speak for around the world well it it probably is every day is hard for people But the spirit of discontentness is roaming around this earth and around online more than ever, I feel like, because my parents growing up, they weren't able to see what other people had 24-7. Yeah, they had the newspaper. (laughs) I'll be joking about my parents. They're like, they're, I've been making them older than what they really are. It's so funny. I'm like, wow, back when y'all had to use like Morse code, like, but Now that we're able to see what other people have 24-7 and people invite us into their lives 24-7, it creates this spirit of discontentment and it can make you compare yourself to others. Even if you're not doing it consciously, you are subconsciously doing it. So one thing I did to practice gratitude was, one, created my gratitude journal And this has helped me because every day I have a prompt that is focused on gratitude that I answer in my journal. And it's helped keep me grounded and content with the things that I do have. Also, number four is going to help with the discontentment as well. There are so many different exercises that you can do with gratitude. So the first one is doing a gratitude journal. I shared a couple in my last podcast when I talked about the gratitude jar or the popsicle sticks that you can do. You can also do a digital gratitude jar. So whenever you are feeling down, write on a popsicle stick of something you are thankful for and collect them. Whenever you have a bad day, pick up those popsicle sticks as they accumulate, and it will remind you of all the things that you have in your life, things and people and experiences that you've had in your life. And something this year that my pastor had talked about, which I was like, oh my gosh, I'm definitely going to try this probably next week, is he said to go through your iPhone, click on the annual, and go by month. And write down all the positive things that you have taken pictures of or took a video of, positive experience, things, people, times that you enjoy throughout the year, literally every month. Go go do this and do this by every month. 
and write down each month you've had a positive experience or something great happened into your life or something you've prayed about came to pass. And that way you will have a whole year's worth of experiences that you've probably discredited because you've been so focused on wanting to do other things. Leading into number four, and this is probably one of my, like, I feel like most discounted, but something that I've gotten into recently because I've moved, and this is decluttering your space. Donate clothing, home goods, kitchen appliances, workout gear that you do not use, and make room for new blessings. Even you can declutter your space, your study desk, because it shows that studies show when you have a clean space, a clean house, a clean, it helps you have a clarity in your mind. It helps with your mental health. So declutter these spaces, open up your sink. And I'm talking to myself when I say this, because I have it on my to-do list for today. Open up under your bathroom sink and go through those hair products that you have under there. There are probably hair products under there from two years ago. Go through everything. Take out, throw away anything that is expired, anything that's near expired, anything that you're not using. And you know, we have so many stuff that we probably forget about that other people could have, other people could want, other people could use. So take the time to separate two piles into a donation pile and a trash pile and then divvy it up as you will. Number five is to learn a new skill. Why put off today what you can do? Wait, (laughs) I always am getting the saying wrong. Why put off tomorrow what you can do today? Don't put off learning your new skill for the next month slash next year. You can literally start it today. Start learning your new skill today or tomorrow. Whatever skill you've been eyeing or thinking about doing, just do it. And then make a plan to continue it throughout the new year. It can be a new skill to advance your career or a soft skill you've always wanted to work on or I don't know, a skill that kind of goes hand in hand with a hobby. It's important as an adult to continue learning because it will broaden your horizons, allow you to talk to people about different things. You can make new friends with this new skill. Hell, you can market yourself with this new skill and earn earn more money with this new skill, or you can help others with it. There's so many things and the possibilities are endless. So don't put off learning a new skill next year. Start it today, girl, and outline your plan for how you're going to continue to cultivate that skill in the new year. Number six is prepare for a fast. And I know that oftentimes churches like to do the collective fast. I don't know. There's like actually a name for it. When at church, you know, we do the fast every year. It's literally a name. But anyway, churches oftentimes do a collective fast um, in January. And whether you attend church or not, you don't have to do the church fast at that time. I honestly never do the fast at that time because it always falls under my birthday. And I don't know if that's good or a bad thing to say, but it is what it is, child. You can fast on your own, pick your own dates, and prepare for the type of fast that you want to do. This year, I shared on TikTok my journey of doing my financial fast, and that was probably the hardest fast I've ever done in my entire life. And I will do it again in 2024. I most certainly will, and I probably will do it after my birthday. (laughs) Instead of everyone probably going to do the Daniel fast, I'm going to do a financial fast because I need to do that again. And I follow the book by Michelle, uh, oh, goodness. I don't know her last name off the top of my head, but it is found in my Amazon shop, and it will be linked down in the blog also. But 
I follow the book every day. There was an assignment that fast. I'm telling you will change your life. It will change your life. It will change your outlook on how you spend and of money. And I wanted to really focus on the later half of the year. And it's going to go into the new year for me. My relationship with my finances and my relationship with money, period. Because at the end of the day, you can get new things. You can get more money. But if you don't fix your relationship with money and understand your relationship with money, you can go in treating the money that God has given you the same way, either hoarding it up and never spending it because you're scared that it will never be replenished or just spending it until it's all gone. So keep that in mind. You can prepare for a fast and it doesn't have to be a Daniel's fast. It can be a Daniel's fast too. That is a wonderful fast, but it can also be a financial fast or a social media fast or a fast that that just speaks to you. So prepare for a fast in the new year. Seven is going to be check your health. So I know it's the end of the year. Everyone needs to be making all of their doctor's appointments. Did you visit your gynecologist this year? Did you get your annual check, sweetie? Did you get your physical? Did you go to the dentist this year? Please check your health. Make an appointment with every health provider you have. If you have any leftover FSA slash HSA funds for my girlies in America, um, look at eligible healthcare items that you can buy so you can spend some money on that without spending real money, if that makes sense. <laughs> Not me, it's girl math, right? So for my non-American listeners, there's this thing, just a small, there's this thing in America, we have healthcare, our healthcare ain't free. It's attached to your job for the most part. And at the beginning of the year, you could put funds tax-free into your FSA account. And a lot of times this account does not roll over. I think now Biden has a plan, like Biden has made a law that some funds roll over. But before the funds didn't roll over and it's like on a card. It looks like a debit card. It's called a health spending card. Now, use up these funds. You don't want to lose money. So if you have more than the threshold that you can roll over, use it up, girl. I had saw on Sephora last month, I kid you not, on the Sephora app, they now have a FSA slash HSA area in the app and you could get all types of skincare. Yes, I said it, all types of skincare. So you could buy kills, you can buy all types of stuff. Look on Sephora, look on Amazon. Amazon has an HSA and FSA approved whole Amazon shop. Shop your stuff. Also, I want y'all to go through and make sure that your health products around your house are not expired. Check your medications, check your um, wound care, so your alcohol, your peroxide, your Band-Aids, your, I don't know, Robitussin, your NyQuil. Check your household medicines and make sure that they're not expired. If they are, throw them out, and then you're going to renew them on in the new year, or just renew them before the year. Renew them before the new year, <laughs> because for a lot of us, new year is going to be cold. It's going to be winter time, unless you're listening to this where it's completely opposite. Um, so after setting aside to do that, checking your doctors, checking your medicines, and also shopping your FSA and HSA approved stuff, I want you to check your spending accounts. So check your accounts. Make sure that you don't have any bills left over. Sometimes LabCorp or Quest or whatever type of blood work can slip through the cracks and you might have a bill that you need to pay for. Check your bills. Check your bills, because sometimes medical bills have a way of just disappearing into thin air. <laughs> and that's going to lead into number eight. 
I want you to volunteer before the new year. And as mentioned before, the holidays is a really tough time. So a lot of people do volunteer for Christmas or during Thanksgiving. And it can be volunteering with your church or with a local organization, or it really can even be as simple as getting a trash bag, going outside near your house and just picking up trash to make your community more beautiful. You don't even have to do an organized volunteer expedition. But whenever you do something for someone else, no matter how small, it kind of reminds you of the things that God has done for you. Even if it is picking up trash and you might not see that as doing that for someone else, but you are, you're doing that for your entire community and you're doing that for the Lord because God has given us this earth. And as crazy as it is, and as much as we don't take care of it, picking up trash is taking care of the community around you and it's taking care of the earth and the area that God has given us. So generally people volunteer with children, but I want to just throw out different things that you can do. You can volunteer at an elderly, um, like a nursing home. You can volunteer at the hospital. You can also at the, so growing up, my mom and I would volunteer on Saturdays at the nursing home and we would do their nails and listen and have girl time. Like girl time literally has no expiration. I don't care how old you are. The girls love a girl time. And with that, I would look forward to doing their nails. We also would deliver the newspaper to them so that they, you know, have something to read. And it was a very good time in my life looking back. And because of that, I have more of a soft spot for the elderly than I do children. I mean, I have... I have a soft spot more for the elderly because a lot of organizations and people are always rallying around children, and we should. But at the same time, there are so many different ways to volunteer. You can also check a website called Idealist. That is a nonprofit website where you can look at jobs in the nonprofit sector, but they also have a huge volunteer tab and you can volunteer with different organizations you would have never thought of. I had signed up, but I was like, I'm horrible at decorating. So I had to like be like, okay, I can't do this for real. But on Idealist, I had saw this organization that you could do this at your home. Like you didn't even have to be around people. You would bake a birthday cake. You would get an order of a foster child who their birthday was coming up and they would have like their favorite cake and kind of what they wanted on their birthday cake. And you would just bake a cake or the cupcakes and you would make it that theme and you would deliver it to that child or you deliver it to the organization and they will deliver it to the child on their birthday. So that's something different. You don't have to be around other people for. And um, the last, well, second to last, number nine is going to be check your book list or add books to your book list. I've always wanted to start a book club, but I do have too much, <laughs> too much on my plate right now. So check out your local library. If you don't have a library card, I highly encourage you actually put this on your to-do list now to get a library card and support the libraries in America, because look, it's some things going on and some strange things going on in America. And this is not the podcast for this. It's a whole nother conversation for another time, but get a library card. You can join the book club at the library or just rent books and everything at the library, but check your book list add some books that you might want to read on there. One book that I currently just started actually is called, let's see, um, all who are, all who are weary find rest. And that's going to be linked in my Amazon shop. Y'all know I have a whole book tab in there. So you can explore the book tab that I have in my Amazon shop and add some books and even start a book before the new year and continue it throughout the new year. 
Last but not least, and I put this one last for a reason, and this is to set goals. Just because, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I feel like everyone always talks about setting goals before the new year. So it's why I put it last. Um, so set your goals. Next week in the podcast episode, we're going to deep deep dive into what it means to actually set new goals for the uh, for the new year. But I want you to think of some things you could write down before next week in these following areas. One is going to be financial goals, then your physical goals, your emotional goals, your career goals, your relationship goals, and your spiritual goals. We're going to have goals for each category each area and it could be multiple goals or it could just only be one but there needs to be goals in each area so that is your homework for this week I want you to do these 10 things before the end of the year and I also want you to think about your goals so again number one is to prioritize rest number two is to do something nice for yourself by yourself number three is to practice gratitude number four is to declutter your space number five is to learn a new skill Number six is prepare for a fast. Number seven is to check your health and health products. Number eight is to volunteer. Number nine is to check your book list or add to it. And number 10 is to set your goals. I will see y'all in the next episode where we talk about goal setting for each of those areas that I told you all. If you've liked this episode, rate this podcast and send it to a friend. And I will talk to you next time.